0: Many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who want to learn how to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life, this is the Live This Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's up, everybody, and welcome to another
1: episode of the Live This Life podcast. Happy New Year to everybody. I'm recording this one on January 4th of 2020. First episode of the new decade. It's been a few weeks since I've been able to record an episode. Mr. I don't get sick has been hit with the mega bug this time. And I've been out for a few weeks, but I tried to uh, do the whole speak it, believe it, receive it thing with this sickness and saying I don't get sick didn't work. (laughs) But someone didn't obviously tell this thing how all this positivity and affirmation stuff is supposed to work. But either way, I'm back at it. Matter of fact, I'm a big, big lover of this time of year. I feel like it's a great time to take a few moments and reflect and appreciate on the year behind us and really make some solid plans for the year ahead. With the new year comes a new sense of optimism and a chance for a new beginning. And people often use this time to start over, start something new, or use it as a stepping stone or a springboard to begin something in their lives. And it's a convenient time since we have this construct of time when the calendar changes and it seems like it's the most reasonable time to end certain things and start new ones. A lot of people like to like make New Year's resolutions. I've never really been a big fan of them because my mindset for the longest time has been that I don't need to wait for a new year to start something new. If I have something in my life I want to change for the better, as soon as I recognize that, I do it or at least try to get things motivated and get things moving. For some people, they like to make resolutions, and I think that's great, too. There's nothing wrong with drawing a line in the sand and saying, at this time, I'm going to start down a road to accomplish some sort of goal. Some of us need that. Some of us need a specific time to say, you know what? This is the moment I'm going to get moving. I'm going to be ready when the new year starts, and this is when I'm going to, to move on accomplishing my goals. Sometimes we need to get ourselves ready and line things up properly, and there's no fault in that at all. If it works for you, continue to do it every single year. Make a New Year's resolution. But I would say if you do, make it a goal or a set of goals that you want to accomplish over the next 365 days. And if you're setting up some resolutions, set up milestones for those resolutions. You know, do something maybe every three months where you're checking in with yourself. You know, like if your goal is to lose weight during the year, maybe 20 pounds, Set yourself up for five pounds a quarter. You know, maybe you're, you want to make sure five pounds are gone by April, another five is gone by July, and so on. But do something that works for you, but set up those milestones so that you're not, you don't give yourself the permission to sort of put the goal on the back burner for most of the year and then kind of try to cram at the end of the year. I know that's a sticking point with a lot of different people. So do something that keeps you on. A goal, you know, set the milestones for yourself and try to accomplish those little things towards your end goal for the year or something similar to that. But one of the things I have learned in recent months, actually, this is a new development for me is to clearly define your goals and your milestones, all the things that you should be doing to reach those goals, what the th- what certain things you should be doing in route to that end goal that you've set for yourself. It will really, really help you stay on track. Even if your goal seems somewhat unreasonable, I've learned to set the bar extremely high. That way, if you miss the mark, you're still reaching for something that you can be extremely proud of. You know, you made it as close as you could to that goal. You're pushing yourself to your ultimate limit, your your max, and whatever results you get. I mean, even if you don't get all the way there, you're usually pretty happy with how much you pushed yourself. You're happy with where you ended up. And if you end up hitting that mark and you set the bar really high, then you've showed yourself what kind of performer that you are. If you're moving in a direction that's hard and fast, and it's as fast as you possibly can move towards that goal, you'll be, you'll be proud of what you accomplished. You'll be doing it to the best of your ability, and you'll show yourself what you really can push yourself towards. When you set up these milestones and goals, it's almost like you have to check in with yourself. You have to keep yourself honest. You have nothing to explain to anyone except for yourself. But when you do those little check-ins, you'll find that you're constantly motivating yourself. You might actually be redefining your game plan or your end goal along the way. And in turn, you may be helping yourself create a little bit more purposefully. You're having that, that goal, that creative goal on your mind all of the time. And you begin to create deliberately rather than by default. And that's the main subject of what I wanted to talk about today is creating deliberately instead of creating by default. Most of us in our lives up to a certain point have created the circumstances and perceptions in our life by default, meaning we don't really realize that we have these abilities to bring about our own perceptions in our life and we create these circumstances or our own perceptions without really consciously being aware of what we're creating. Things just show up and it sort of develops our perceptions for us and therefore we create our reality by default. Most of us in our lives up to a certain point have created the circumstances and perceptions in our lives by default. I mean really until you really consciously awaken to the story that you're creating things have come to you by default but once you sort of awaken to the fact of how much control and power you really have in your own life you start doing things deliberately but up until then really everything up to a certain point in my life yeah i can argue that i did certain things on purpose but i really didn't have the the perspective that i have now about how much actual control that i have over my thoughts and perceptions the way that i react to certain things and if I would have had these things back a long time ago, I'd have been creating much more deliberately. So I kind of see everything up to a certain point as creating by default. You know, there's a lot of things that we've been conditioned to believe and conditioned by our, our experiences through the decades that we're alive. Especially some of us who have you know, reached into our 20s and 30s, we're really having to undo a lot of the conditioning of everything that we've learned for so long we've been programmed to think a certain way and act a certain way, have a certain belief system that is often very limiting compared to what we are capable of. And therefore, we create a life that is built by that programming, those subconscious beliefs, and they can be somewhat restrictive and limiting us compared to what our limitless potential actually is. I'll use my own life as an example. The things that I've done and the professional accomplishments that I've had in my life so far were all brought about somewhat purposefully, like I said before, because I set goals and intentions for myself in, in some sort of loose way. I never really clearly wrote them down and defined them. I just kind of knew where I wanted to go or knew a certain end result or something I wanted to accomplish professionally. And I just kind of got there at a certain point. But again, I call that creating by default. I really didn't define a goal and check in with myself and move toward that direction and have a constant mindset of I'm going to get there. I'm going to take the action when I'm inspired to take it. And the places I ended up most of the time were were good end goals, but it really wasn't extremely purposefully like I feel like I'm doing now. It was only recently that I've discovered that anything that you set your mind to that If you have the truest belief in yourself and the truest belief in your end goal being attainable, that really anything is achievable when you go after it with a very strong belief. I've had goals and aspirations and and was somewhat stubborn in my pursuit of those things, but I never intentionally brought belief into the equation, which is different than where I'm approaching things now. I've started to talk a little bit in previous episodes about how we create our reality, both internally and how we may actually bring things about into our own lives in the external world. It is really a belief system that I'm learning more and more about every day and realizing how much truth there is in your own beliefs manifesting in your life. Now, when I look back on some of the things that I've done in my life and the things I've manifested already in past years, I did it absent of really deep, true belief in my success. And I'm fairly satisfied in everything I've done and the things that I pursued in my life. But I mean, I definitely could have been much more financially and you know successful in a lot of things than I have been. But I know that if I had applied myself in a different way, things could have been much more different. I mean, I already know at a certain junctures in my life, I could have definitely been more financially successful, especially in the last few years. Um, but the choices that I made were really valued at family time over financially, you know, a financially successful career. You know, I value my time with my family and I've had other job offers, but I I still had the ability to manifest the financial abundance that I was really looking for. Um, But it ultimately didn't manifest because I valued something much more valuable to me than money. But I still realized that the successes that I had were the ones that were very much worth being proud of. And they were very much brought about by, default creation from really my perspective that I see things. Meaning I loosely set goals. I kind of knew where I was going. I kind of knew the certain things that I wanted to do, but I never really made major detailed intensive goals in my life and tried to reach for them. Now at this time, I know the recipe. Now that I know that you can really set any goal and intention that you can dream of, and it's not some sort of a fantasy that anything you want to bring into your life, if you focus on it, it will come about to you with the right amount of belief and inspired action and mastery over how you react to the good and the bad things that come up in your life. Now that I know all of these things, I realize that I need to carefully define where I want to go in my life. I need to very carefully respond to the things that happen in my life, good or bad, try to learn from the good, appreciate or learn from the bad and appreciate the good things. But now that I'm aware of all this, I realize that I need to carefully define where I want to go at all times Because everything that I've unintentionally wanted has really come to me. So I figure, let's try this on purpose and see where it goes. One thing that really gets in the way of our awareness to really focus on our goals and maintain a belief system is when our lives get overwhelming and out of control. And I can totally sympathize with that. Often we manifest more of of a certain thing because that's what we're observing. It's the predominant thing that keeps coming up in our life. And like I said in the episode about creating your own reality, that our thoughts are measured in vibrations and cycles, and if this whole reality is at its fundamental smallest level is made up of vibrations as well, that really could indicate that whatever it is that we are focusing on, whatever signal we transmit, whatever drum that we're beating, the thoughts that we're thinking and the words that we speak could actually translate into things that come into our lives. That would mean if we have a lot of bad things and bad stuff coming to us or we observe a lot of bad things and pay attention to nothing but the bad stuff, then that's often what shows up in our lives. And it's hard for a lot of us. It's hard for so many of us to just be happy in the face of tough circumstances. So many people live in circumstances that are not something to be happy about. Many of us, many people listening to this may come from very hard circumstances, and I completely understand that. I know what it's like to grow up and not have all sorts of opportunities at my disposal. We struggled a lot when I was growing up with money. I mean, especially, um, you know, my mom was a single mother. She had to work many jobs. Um, You know, we didn't come from a wealthy family. So I came from a determined and hardworking family and that translated to my adult life. So I understand that some of the, when life's challenges really present themselves, there's not much of a reprieve so that we can focus on the things we want to bring in. When the financial things really start to pile up, when the difficulties start to pile up, you can't get them off of your mind. You can't just shove them under a rug and just say, oh, I'm just going to be positive. It's hard to do that, but it's not impossible. When you sort of put the bad things on the back burner, it doesn't mean that they go away. It doesn't mean that you're ignoring them. You're just not giving them power. You're not observing them so they're not as predominant in your life they can be there but your goals the things that you write down the places you want to go the milestones that you keep reaching for they're going to be there as well it just depends on which one you focus on more what i'm saying is you have to try to enjoy the journey you have to try to enjoy the challenges and and pull the things out of those challenges that are going to help you learn some of the hardest and most challenging points in our life are some of the greatest periods of growth. It's very hard when we're going through those things to see it that way, but when it's over, if you can look on back, look back on some of your hardest things that you've gone through in your life right now, I'm sure you can appreciate how you grew, the things you learned from those, the things that those experiences taught you. And I can guarantee you on the same token you don't ever want to do those again but a lot of the hard things that I went through, I wouldn't give them up because it defined who I am now. Yes, would I have loved to have gone back and not seen a lot of the bad stuff that I've seen? Would I have loved to have never been sick with cancer? Absolutely. But it did certain things to me to make me into the strong person that I am now. Comparing that mindset of when the tough things are really predominant in your life and you're trying to find a way to overcome them I think that's where boxing taught me so much when it compares to life, when it compares to real life. Boxing is something that I've done for so long and learned so much from it. It's I'm just a huge student of the sport, and I always have been, probably always will be. But sometimes you can get extremely tired when you're in the ring, and sometimes the competition can be relentless. It just keeps coming back at you no matter what you do. It doesn't back down. It doesn't let up. And it's trying to put you down and keep you there. But at some point, there will be a break. There will be an opening. And you have to be ready to purposely move on that opening. And I feel like life is that way. If you're going through tough circumstances now, weather the storm. It won't be forever. Just have a plan so when your opening comes, you know when to take your shot. But it's like one of the famous quotes from one of the Rocky movies that life can beat you down and keep you to your knees permanently if you let it. No one hits as hard as life, but it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And the part that I like to add to that is it does matter how hard you can hit. Because sometimes you have to weather the storm and take on everything that life has to dish out on you. But when the opening presents itself, you hit back with everything you've got. And that's where proper planning and goal setting comes in. You always have to be ready for that opening. You never know when your chance is going to come on up, is going to come up. And when it does, you never know if that's going to be your only big break. When you set your goals, you can create on purpose. I mean, think about the power that you could possess. Everything that's ever happened to you in your life up to this point, you have survived. All of the things that you've created have been, in a sense, by default, unless you are really awake to a lot of these concepts and are already doing things with weird, really clear-set intentions and moving purposefully on all of those intentions. But like most of us, you've been creating by default. Every good and bad thing you've brought into your life has just been by default. But when you think about what you're capable of doing, if you can defeat some of your subconscious beliefs that often hold you back, the belief that you're not good enough, or you can never be rich or you're not worthy of certain types of relationships or whatever the subconscious beliefs are that are there that are holding you back. If you can realize you can attain anything that you want through enough belief and effort, you open yourself up to a world of creativity that you've never imagined, a world of abundance you've never imagined before. Like I said, I'm just beginning on a lot of this stuff. But what has come to me over the last year and a half, especially over the last three to four months, it's absolutely astounding. I mean, the the position that I just took over a year ago, I've worked extremely hard to rebuild the department that I took over. I've reached a point where I thought no matter how hard I worked, I wasn't ever going to get ahead. I I was working 50, 60 hours a week just recently, which is something I said I was never going to do again when I left the, the museum security world and law enforcement and everything, And I spent a year in the position and, you know, it got to a point where I was like, you know, I really just don't think that I'm going to be able to do what needs to be done here. So I gave it a year and I gave my myself the opportunity to start exploring other opportunities. Um, And once I actually opened myself to the possibility that I might go somewhere else, which over the past year, I've had several opportunities come to me, even in the course of really not looking for anything else. And I turned them down. It's just another example of the things that just keep on coming to me. But despite these opportunities that came to me, um, I really made the decision that I was going to try to finish the job that I started. Um, but given the fact I reached the year and I just kind of opened myself to whatever else might come up. Um, you know, I I immediately got an offer that was extremely attractive and I hadn't planned on taking it, but, uh, I really didn't want to leave the staff that, that was working for me right now because they really rallied behind me and the stuff that I'm trying to accomplish. And they all seem so much happier since I've been there. Um, so I kind of got emotionally attached to a lot of the people, but, um, I had to do what was best for my family. So I had the moral issue of having to deal with where I felt like I was abandoning the people in this role. So I said to myself, what did I need to manifest in this job to stay? Because I really didn't want to leave. It just seemed like there were there were pieces missing and I wasn't having to set myself up for su- success. So I entertained the other offer and started to move in that direction, but I had the mindset that I would stay if I was given certain things to stay. And once my current job found out that I was going to potentially go somewhere else, They said, yeah, there's no way we can lose you. You know, what can we do to keep you? So I asked for the things that really would make my job um, a lot easier, uh, the conditions that I would need to stay, and literally everything that I asked for, they gave to me, which is amazing. Uh, every single thing I want. I don't want to detail everything, but it was, it was a very sweet uh, upgrade with some of my staff asking for more benefits and uh, additional uh, additions to the department and a few things for me. And all of those things came to me. I manifested those things that I was missing and filled in that gap in my life. I mean, it's amazing when you think about that, You. it's amazing that I set the intention that I was going to leave that career last year And I set the intention of what career path I was going to go into. And that's where I ended up. And then the things that were lacking in that career path, within a year, I got myself an entirely new job title, a new contract, and all of the things that I felt like it was missing. Instead of abandoning the job, I just tried to manifest the things that I needed for success. And they came. Take this podcast as an example. This is something that I had thought about doing for a while. I thought it would be interesting. It gives me a platform to talk about some of the stuff that I like to talk about. But I also had my own self-conscious and uh, subconscious beliefs hold me back. I thought to myself that no one was going to want to listen to me ramble on. Uh, You know, who was I to speak as any sort of a resource on this kind of stuff? And I was worried about what the judgments from people that I had in my life previously, you know, the snickerings behind the scenes about some of the stuff I would talk about, some of the content that I had. um, You know, I just, I was afraid of the judgment. But my desire to do this kind of thing and live the kind of life that comes along with this kind of stuff you know it, it, all the sorts of interesting people that i've met and and the traveling that's that's coming up for me and the interesting places and circumstances i'm going to be put into um you know and and on top of all that doing something beneficial for people's lives it really tipped the scales and overrode those sabotaging beliefs and now i'm here 3 months later in this podcast our listener base has expanded to about 35 states in the united states um, we have 19 countries with listeners in it to date. I mean, that is amazing. I've had a lot of great feedback and I've had so much, uh, so much wonderful things come from this already. It's a privilege to, to meet and talk with these people on some of these interesting subjects, some of the emails and the messages that I go back and forth with people and hear about the, the positive things that are coming into people's lives. It's, it's the exact reason that I did this and it's moving in a direction that I couldn't even have dreamed of. It's something that I didn't even plan on. So just imagine, I did that by default. I really didn't clearly define where I wanted all of this to go and it's heading in a great direction. So why not define where I want this to go and and try and get it there? It's just more of the evidence to support that if you believe in something and you become passionate about it and you move in inspired ways, you become a match to those beliefs. And when you take the inspired action, when it presents itself, so many more things can open up for you. If this year, if 2020 excites you, if you know there's something you want to do, there's something more you want to get out of your life, then get out a pad and a pen and write down a story of how you want how you want your life to be a year from now. Leave nothing off the table. Don't cut yourself short. Literally try to list everything out that would be your fantasiful life. Think of anything that you want to bring into your life that you don't currently have right now. What areas do you want to change? How much more money do you want to make? You know, what places do you want to go? What relationships do you want to attract? List it all out. Be specific as you can. Describe your life. Really build your life. Write about the possible story about how you might be able to get to some of those goals. And once you've done that, read that story. Revisit it often. Try to feel what it would feel like to be at the end point once you're there. It's that feeling that you feel at the end that's most important. When you define that life when you can figure out where you want to go and you can feel that feeling of what it would be like to be there it puts you in that vibration that's the drum that you're beating that's the vibe that comes from you and once that happens things start to match those goals things start to come your way at least those are the theories and the principles of law of attraction but as i keep putting these things to the test in my own life along with some of the other people in the circles that i'm a part of more evidence comes about the stories are, are just fantastic the people that I share these stories with and if, if these things are true, why not give them a shot? You know with this podcast, I try to, to interject some some good stories, some examples. I have some great interviews coming up with people who have really manifested a completely different life for themselves. In just the last few years, um, A lot of the people that I have that I'm bringing on have amazing transformation stories. I'm very excited to get those interviews going. Until then, I like to bring clips and examples from experts um, that really help hammer some of these things home. But in 2020, definitely be looking out for some more of the Finding Life stories that we're going to have on the podcast. But until then, I'm going to play some of these videos that will really try to hammer this subject home over and over. I'm going to play a quick clip by Wayne Dyer, where he has a conversation with Esther Hicks. And if you're not familiar with Esther Hicks, she's someone who... Um, puts out a lot of material that's often pretty inspiring, but it, it does lose me a little bit here and there uh, because of the background that that it does come from. She claims to be a channel of this information, meaning that she she pulls this information from, I don't know, her meditations or she gets into uh, some sort of a trance state or something. So I'm kind of skeptical about that, but you can't put aside the messages that come from her it's the information is so profound sometimes that i've gotten past you know whatever source she says it comes from and just try to listen to the information at its face value so here is one of my near and dear favorites wayne dyer the late great wayne dyer and sitting down with an interview with esther hicks talking about the law of attraction and creating deliberately through belief check it out
2: I wrote a book years ago called Inspiration, um, using the, the two words inspire, inspirado, inspire, in spirit. And there was a great teacher uh, on this planet a couple of thousand years ago, named Patanjali, and he said, um, when you are inspired by some great purpose, some extraordinary project, that all of your thoughts break their bonds, your, your mind transcends limitations, your consciousness expands in every direction, and you find yourself in a new and a great and a wonderful world. Perfect. And then he said, and this is what I want to ask you about. He said, dormant forces, when you're inspired, dormant forces, faculties and talents come alive. And you discover yourself to be a greater person by far than you've ever dreamt yourself to be. You almost, it's almost as if you discover yourself to be God or source or the Tao or divine mind or whatever name we place on this the source energy that you speak of and speak to us from.
3: The way we've been defining that, most recently, is that when you wake up in the morning, you have the potential of being in that highest frequency because while you slumber your point of attraction, the momentum of your point of attraction stops. So when you first wake up, before you begin thinking thoughts of what went wrong yesterday or what you have to do today, you're in your greatest potential of that pure positive energy. So if you can focus there and allow a little momentum to get going, what happens is you... It isn't something that just happens. It's something that you focus yourself into being. Mm. But when you focus yourself into that, you tune in, is the best way of describing it, you tune in to that source energy consciousness who has always been aware of everything you're doing, but there's a big difference when you tune into it and you consciously are aware of it. Mm. In other words, source is there for everyone all the time. We don't need to talk you into that. We're always there. But when you know it, when you're not doing that thing you do that is preventing you from knowing that, that's when you have those wonderful moments. And you can do that all the time.
2: In the middle of the... the And they call that
3: the master, but Mm. all of you, all of you do it, it's just the mastery of focus is what it is.
2: I wake up uh, every night uh, around three o'clock in the morning and there was a great uh, poet's name was Rumi many many years ago he said uh, the, the morning breeze has secrets to tell you do not go back to sleep, do not go back to sleep, do not go back to sleep. And many of the books that I've written I've written when i am awakened and there's something what is it? What is it that awakens me? It's like, almost I can almost tell you the exact time. It's like, cause I, in, in a film I did years ago called The Shift, I talk, I, I, they show a clock, it's 3.13 a.m., almost to the second, every single night, there's something, is that, is that angels? Is that, is that divine source? Is that someone saying, this is your purpose, this is the time, there's no distractions?
3: The thing we most want to say is that we're with you saying that all the time. Mm so what's interesting to us is that that's the time that you decide to listen
2: right. <laughs> and, but there's nobody else around and, to distract you. And, and and that's the
3: important conversation to have so what is it about that time what is it that's happening there that makes you more resonant that makes you more receptive and it is that the momentum of your thought has stopped so there is no contradictory vibration going on within you so you're more likely to hear Esther has been saying to herself, when she awakens like that, she will say, Am I awake? Because if I'm awake, I am going to get up. And so, it's conscious awareness of that high-frequency vibration. That's what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. But I find for me, and for me, most creative moments are that, that middle-of-the-night time. When, uh, well,
3: think about what that is. When you think a thought, for as little as 17 seconds... Law of Attraction will bring another thought like it to it. So momentum begins.
2: What do you mean? Uh, Law of Attraction will bring... What is Law of Attraction?
3: Let's say that you wake up in the morning and rather than finding that clear space that is potentially there for you to find, instead, as soon as you wake up, you remember the trouble that you had yesterday. And you think about being at work and you think about the dilemma and you think about the discomfort, and you think about the discord. And as you focus for as little as 17 seconds, more thoughts like that will join it. So another 17 seconds, more momentum still. Another 17 seconds, more momentum still. Until you cross something as short as the 68-second mark, you have lost your window of alignment with source. Doesn't mean, Esther said to us the other day, Because we said, well, you can always begin again tomorrow. You can always begin again tomorrow. And Esther said, I refuse to accept that I have to wait all the way until tomorrow (laughs) to get back on my high-flying disc. I can do it. I know I can do it by focusing. It's just so much easier. So we like to talk about law of attraction because it is the vibrational engine that manages everything. And we can't talk about law of attraction without talking about momentum because There is a momentum in thought. And if you think a thought long enough, it becomes a strong habit of thoughts, what you call beliefs. A belief is just a thought you keep thinking. So sometimes you have beliefs that do not serve you. But when you first awaken, those beliefs are quiet enough that you can find a fresh one. A fresh one that comes from source, that is about who you really are and what you really know
2: is the reverse of that if you awaken and you have a very positive thought that is, um, I'm going to heal myself of well that's this. a
3: wonderful thing when you, once you get that momentum going
2: but well, like the 17 second rule apply to that as well it applies well.
3: to everything and the rule of thumb is when you acknowledge that law of attraction is whether you like it or not and you acknowledge that it is responding to the vibration that you are offering right now And therefore, momentum will get going. So, if we were standing in your physical shoes, if the thought felt good, we'd think it. We'd think more about it. We'd talk about it. We'd write it down. We would discuss it with others. We would deliberately encourage that momentum. But if it's an an easy thought, if it feels uncomfortable, then we would do our best to generalize it. The more specific you become in a thought, the more momentum The more general you become in a thought, the slower the momentum.
1: I love this conversation, especially about how they describe what the law of attraction really is. That it's not just some whimsical thing that will just bring about good things if that's where your mindset goes. It'll bring about what your predominant belief is because of the vibration that comes along with it. You know, in the building of momentum, you know, when, when you get specific, when you gain momentum, it's in your mind all of the time, your predominant thoughts, the goals that you set. That's why I said it's so important to write things down and revisit it because it's on your mind all the time. Like on a, on a board that I have right above my computer right now, I have several goals Written for 2020. It's a constant daily reminder when I'm sitting in this chair that I look up there and the things that I want to accomplish for the year and it helps me build momentum. I see them every day. And when it's in your mind all the time and it builds up speed and therefore your thoughts keep on adding to it, it becomes a predominant belief in your life and other things seem to present themselves as a result. I'm definitely a student of the art. I love learning what I can about this stuff and sharing the concepts of it all. As I keep saying, I investigate this stuff with a very open mind, and I guess that I like to believe that all of this stuff is true rather than not. So I think I might have a little bit of a confirmation bias going, but I look at the evidence that comes my way, and I have to say it really makes so much sense, and it makes life so much more interesting if these things are actually truths. So I think I'm going to wrap this one up and uh, I'll play a song here by Soul Rising. That's S-O-L Rising. Uh, This song is called The Great Mystery off of the 2019 CD Dreamer. Hope everyone has an awesome start to their new year. Until next time, take care, everyone. Keep living and thanks for listening.